This is what freedom is, and it's even deeper than that. This is what living is. Well, 15 years ago or so, a uh, young engineer was building pulse jet uh, motorcycles for motorcycle drag racing, and he looks like a serious fellow, as you can see in this footage. Uh, that was then, of course, now he doesn't go by the name Roderick Maddox really anymore. Now he's called the uh, crazy rocket man, and this is what he does. So everybody, we're gonna fire up the beast with its, all of its uh, new shiny powder coating and everything. So see if we can take it for a nice run. So hang on. I'm here with Steve Green and Scott Ott. And gentlemen, as you know, sometimes the news can be so overwhelming and so negative, it just comes time to go out and get a palate cleanser, so to speak, something just to 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 show that the world is not as 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 gruesome or as as dismal as it is often ap uh, appears in the news. Uh, I'll tell you what I like about about this guy. Uh, Scott, let's start with you. Uh, the main thing I like about this guy is everything, everything. Um, but if I had to pick one, it would be the sheer, absolute, radiant joy on his face, which is very, very nearly as bright as the molten red hot uh, 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 pulse jet engine that he built himself that is driving him across the, the flats of the desert out there as the sun goes down. To me, I think this guy should be on the money that we have printed because this is about as American as it gets. It's awesome. And I've actually seen this. I forget how it was recently, but I saw the video. And as soon as you started talking about it, I was like, oh, yes, I know that guy. <laughs> uh, Bob Maddox should be on the money. Um, just, just amazing. And I think it's because of that glee, that joy that he has in the midst of doing this uh, really kind of a cool engineering accomplishment um, that we can all identify with. And, and I can only speak for boys, not only because I am one, but because I didn't have any sisters. And so it was just a house full of boys. And we were always trying some cockamamie scheme to do something that seemed unreasonably risky, uh, you know, just as, as my grandmother would think we were just trying to get hurt in some way. 
And for any kid who's ever set a piece of wood on a cinder block and created a jump for himself, I mean, that's <laughs> just, there's that, there's just that fundamental instinct in in youth usually that uh, that somehow life manages to ring out of us as we get older. Boys, and uh, the fact that this guy is still out there. Um, doing it uh, is is really cool. And I recently um, lost a nephew, and uh, he was 25 years old, and he passed away in a in a skiing accident when in a collision with another skier, and he ran into a tree, and then he he died of internal bleeding pretty quickly. Um, and the instinct as an old man is to immediately go, oh, well, they shouldn't be doing those risky things out there. And then I got together at the memorial service uh, that they held recently and saw his friends, many of whom were also skaters and skiers and, you know, involved in various sorts of daring do, as they used to say <laughs> in the 1800s. Um, and I thought, you know what? This... This is actually something that's fundamental in the species. Like we need to feel the thrill of accomplishment, of trying something we've never done before, of, you know, coming off a jump and doing a flip or of creating an engine with uh, what looks like, you know, parts from a, a backyard grill and that he cobbled together on an old lawnmower, essentially. Um, and, and we need to be able to test our limits and to push our limits. And at first, when I was thinking about this and, and my nephew's passing, I thought, these people are thrill seekers. And, and then I realized, no, they're not. They're peace seekers. There's a sense of tranquility about the guy's face when he's racing along at 60 miles an hour on that jet go-kart that the average person doesn't get in the quotidian activities of their office where you'd think that there is placid calm when in fact they're just a bundle of nerves half the day. But this guy was out there and just at ease and relaxed and just feeling the thrill of accomplishment and of the surroundings and everything. And so it's just, I'm jealous. Um, I'm jealous of my nephew. I'm jealous of this guy, Bob Maddox on the go-kart. And I'm going to try to go out and do something that doesn't wind me up in a boot like I just got taken off at the doctor's office today. <laughs> Uh, Steve, obviously, this raises a, a, a number of very serious concerns with me. First of all, this uh, this vehicle does not look like it's OSHA compliant. Oh, no. uh, he's not wearing any restraints or harnesses. Uh, the uh, crash helmet, and that's the term for it, by the way, the crash helmet, yeah. appears to be optional uh, every now or then. Um, he's he's obviously contributing to global warming and the destruction of the planet. His own little private jet engine there, and surely whatever money went into this uh, contraption of his could have been better spent on social programs for uh, for the poor or needy. Correct. I guarantee you that however many hundreds or thousands of dollars he spent building that desert scooter, it brought more joy into the world than a trillion dollars in welfare spending. I guarantee it. That was a real smile, not just because he was doing something thrilling, but because he's the guy who did it. He conceived exactly. it. He constructed it. He took it out into the desert. He ignited that thing and he rode it as fast as it would go for as long as it would go. 
And that's the kind of smile you don't get from uh, from a roller coaster where you strap into somebody else's device and ride somebody yeah. else's ride. Um, and I love roller coasters. In fact, you know, I've done a couple of these uh, myself. The first was uh, probably 11 or 12 years old. First time I really got the wind knocked out of me. A buddy of mine who lived up the street had a really steep driveway that then leveled off to get into the garage. And then there was a hill going down to the creek. So we did what any 11 or 12 year old boys did. We built a ramp at the end of the at the end of the driveway because you could really get going down that hill on your bike. And uh, I volunteered to go first. And I went down the driveway, got all that speed up. Usually I'm riding the brakes on the on the bike going down this, this driveway. It's so steep. No, no, I'm pedaling like mad. I go up that ramp. I go right down the end of it. Boom, hit here on the handlebars. I thought I was never going to breathe again. <laughs> I get up and uh, they're, they're trying to help me up. And I as I get... You don't know what it feels like to get the wind knocked out of you until you've had the wind knocked out of you. And I, you think you're going to die. You can't get any air in. It's a terrible feeling. Just terrible feeling. But as soon as I could breathe again, my first thought was, what did I do wrong and how do I do this better? Let's do it again. How do I – yes. And I never got good, but I got better. I wiped out. Uh, damn near broke my leg on the second attempt. And I think that was maybe it for that. Um and the other time, I was working at a radio station, a pair of them actually, KFMI and KTA in Northern California, and a uh, uh, skydiving, tandem skydiving company was was coming through town for a couple of weeks, and they wanted to do a radio promotion, and they said, we want to take your morning guy, uh, Rick Michaels, on a, on a free tandem dive, and, um, you know, that'll be our, our big promotion with, with your radio station. We'll get... Uh, commercials and all that stuff. And he chickened out. He wouldn't do it. Now I'm afraid of heights. And I said, I'll go. And everybody thought I was, I was 22, 23 years old at the time. And I was, I was the news director at this pair of radio stations. Everybody thought, Hey, it'd be pretty good, pretty fun to send the news guy up in the airplane. So I volunteer to do this. They send me up there with a primitive cell phone and I'm trying to, to report in from this, this plane at 13,000 feet via <laughs> cell phone shouting into this thing. And this is not skydiving where you yourself have to wear a shoot and, and do all the stuff. You're wearing a skydiver on your back. But you still have to be the first one out the door. There's just this 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 little foot pad, a little metal thing that sticks out of the side of the plane with a little place to put your foot, little skid pad. It's about that yep. big. And I, afraid of heights at 13,000 feet, have to put my foot on that pad. And that was not easy. But I did it. We had about a minute of free fall jumping from 13,000 feet before we had to open our chutes. And once we hit, uh, what's it called? Terminal velocity, where you're going as fast as you're going to go, about 130 miles an hour. I decided to let out a Yahoo. And I opened my mouth at 130 miles an hour to shout. And my cheeks inflated like, like Dizzy Gillespie. And I instantly had the worst case of cotton mouth that anybody has ever had in the history of the entire world. And you know what? I still smiled the entire way down. Bill, can I just say, as God Please. is my witness, I thought Steve Green could fly. Well, yeah, I was, I was waiting for it. Uh, uh, Bob, first of all, uh, Robert Maddox, uh, thank you for being the uh, crazy rocket man uh, yes. because um, 
this is everything. This is the thing that other that, that people who aren't American can't understand about America. They don't. They they just don't get it. Uh, the thing that I like most about this is, first of all, you built it and you used your own money to build it and you can do whatever you damn well want to with your own money. And I don't think I've ever seen anybody enjoy their own money more than than, than you have. That's number one. Number two, the idea that you'd be sitting in front of a of the most red hot uh, <laughs> item I've ever seen in my yes. life impresses me. And even more impressive is that you appear to have the protein, propane tank even closer to that. And that impresses me, too. Uh, it impresses me that you are not you, that you're that you're using a pulse jet engine. This is what the V2. If you if you ever want to know mm. what a V1 sounds like, the the buzz bombs, is pretty much it. The idea that American could use his own money and sit there and build a go kart that and put a jet engine in it and run it off of protein or or pro, or, or propane uh, products, and then and then just go out and do it for no reason whatsoever is this is what freedom is. This is what freedom is, and it's even deeper than that. This is what living is. This is why. This is what life is about. You don't get a receipt. You don't get to cash it in at the end. This is it. You get one go round, and and to to do that and and, and to be so openly joyous about it is reminds me that that we're missing an awful lot of openly joyous moments in this country. It's again, why it's so refreshing. Uh, I know Bob already knows this, and Stephen uh, and and Scott know this, and I know this. You probably know this too. Is there a chance you could get killed doing this? Yes, I suppose there is. There's a chance you could get killed coming out of the out of the Seven Eleven. There's a chance you get killed in uh, in the shower, and there's a chance you die in your sleep. That's not what life is about. You are you are living life and and making everybody else realize that some things are more important than uh, than than the life that Scott described. And, and I think the main thing I like about it most is just how far away from OSHA state safety standards you are. Uh, you know, we, we can regulate and we have been regulating all of the joy out of life. We've been regulating uh, and, 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 and creating more and more rules to tell us more and more about what we're not allowed to do. And the only thing that can combat that is to get into a little go-kart at sunset that you made with your own hands, fire up the jet engine that you built with your own hands, go streaking across the desert like a meteor with it, with one hand on the steering wheel and, 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 and you know, a hair's breadth away from catastrophe. And, uh, and we need more people like you because virtually every boy our age, uh, Stephen Scott and I had a chance to do these things. Uh, and, and I, I genuinely worry about and feel sorry for a generation that has been helicopter parents into into a life of just plain pablum. One of the happiest moments of my life was watching was was going down a steep did on a hill on a on a bike uh, jumping. I don't know. It felt like we were 70 or 80 feet in the air, (laughs) probably closer to seven or eight inches. Uh, And I remember watching the person who came after me come down the hill in his bike as, as he got to this little tiny jump into the field. You know, a couple feet. He pulled back real hard on the handlebars to get a really good uh, ride out of it. And as he did, the front wheel of the bicycle went sailing through the air. Yeah. And all of us watched this in, in, in real time, rem- remembering watching this boy on a bike with nothing but a fork in the front in the middle of the air. And we're thinking, this is not going to end well. I can't <laughs> see a good future for this. And sure enough, he put the bike into the ground and the forks went into the wet grass and the whole thing went forward. And when we went to rescue him, there was a face-shaped depression in in the grass, oh. and, and and like all real Americans, the first words out of his mouth were, "Is the bike okay?" Yeah. Yes. <laughs> if you didn't live it, we feel sorry for you. If you did, 
then you'll know why there's such a thing as a crazy rocket man and why we all want to be like him someday. That'll do it for this edition of uh, of Right Angle, made possible by the members at BillWhittle.com. Thank you very much for joining us. We'll see you next week.